Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Excuse me, everyone. Can I have your attention, please? First of all, I would just like to take the time to sincerely thank everyone for coming today, but... Before we go any further, I would like to give a toast to my beautiful, beautiful wife, Denise. It's hard to believe we only met three years ago. I, I just died in your arms tonight. Must have been something you said. Guys, guys, guys. Sorry. Way too early. I'm mad. Sorry about that. Sorry, man. Anyway... Denise, when I look back at the three years we've known each other, I realize that I am the luckiest guy in the world. In fact, I, I just died in your arms tonight. Must have been something shit. Uh, I know. Too early again. Sorry. A little trigger happy. We'll get it. We'll get it. As I was saying, honey... I, I just died in your arms tonight. Must have been something shit. Come on! You're listening to the Cobras and Fire Podcast part of the decibel geek podcast network this week you can set all your cares aside because we've got you covered Welcome to Cobras and Fire. My name is Vaco, and I am joined by the undisputed Loose Cannon. Good evening, Loose. How are you? Good evening to you, sir. I, I am well. I'm glad to be talking to you, and I am thrilled to not have anything to do with the organization of this episode. So, <laughs> so please lead us. Lead us down the journey. Well, anybody listening, they might have uh, noticed that uh, the opening track there was a cover song. And as you know, I am a huge fan of cover songs. <laughs> so today's musical theme, as we uh, share our life's journey that is known as Cobras and Fire, will be some covers that I have uh, um, I have deemed worthy. Wow. Uh, um, so so this has to be a pretty big vetting process. Yeah, because... it was a tough to get to, to the... I think I have a list of seven or eight. I'm going to get her down to six. Uh, huh. But uh, does, that include the, does that include the one that we just played? Uh, yeah, yeah. 
Um, but uh, it, I, this was my criteria. As everybody knows, I complain about cover albums and covers in general, even though sure. I personally have probably recorded about, I don't know, 400 of them. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hypocrite. Yeah, total hypocrite. Uh, I, it's not that – I just rarely listen to a cover of a song and ever go back to it intentionally. Um, I hear you. But there are a lot of good ones out there, and I actually, through the process of this, I eliminated some of what I would consider some of the best ones I've ever heard. Like, I'm not going to play 2,000 Man by Kiss, because I just think it's, you know, it's out there enough. Uh, not really our thing, but I do think that version, I will listen to that before the Rolling Stones version anytime. Are you, are you kidding me? I didn't hear the Rolling Stones version until years later when I went Same to here. Stones Stones fetish stage, and I, I got that album. And I was like, "What the hell is this?" Yeah, I mean, it was a t- that's a terrible. Well, first off, that, that that's a bad album to begin with. Yeah, the majestic servants request, whatever it is. Yeah, I, I totally agree. Completely changed that song. But I, beyond that, I just limited it to only songs that maybe I don't necessarily like it better than the original, but I will go back to it from time to time for personal enjoyment. Uh, sure. You know, so nothing that Anthrax had on their last cover record is going to be in there. So. <laughs> I know that was pointless. Oh, pointless. I was looking forward to that, and it was just a disappointment. Yeah, it was. Um, but hey, let's get into some business. The Bias of Beer program has been doing great. We've... <laughs> Uh, had some, I don't know, we, we got uh, today's you know selections of next week's. So I think people will enjoy a little bit. But uh, I know uh, some people enjoyed the, the back and forth we had over uh, Coors Light and, uh, <laughs> of course, the uh, the alien uh, butt piss or whatever that was. Butt mist. Butt, butt mist. mist. Elise, <laughs> Al- uh, Alician. Alician yeah. butt mist, I believe so, is how you So say once it. again, thank you to those who have contributed. If you haven't been featured on an episode, trust me, we're working our way through it. Um, and I would like to just explain once again because I have had people like, so they're just buy, giving you money and you go buy beer? <laughs> <laughs> All right, here's a little secret that I don't think is a secret to anybody who listens to the show. We usually have a couple beers when we do this. The money is not actually going into our pockets as we go to the liquor store. <laughs> we are just, you're picking the beer that we're already going to buy. Well, but 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 they get to pick what we drink, which is a lot of times things that we have to do special trips to get. Though, yes, yes, I guess. Uh, I I was surprised that I couldn't find one of the upcoming ones at uh, Total Wine today, but I yeah, was able to, to that. Check it that's down. a whole con- that's a whole controversy. Yeah, that will we'll save it for that episode. Which brings us to tonight, Luce. Uh, we both got our beers ready. Which one are you drinking? I am drinking a Sierra Nevada Torpedo Extra IPA with 65 IBUs, and it is donated by Jason Kearney. Would you like me to take a sip and do a quick review? Uh, absolutely. Drink. Here we go. Here we go. Listen to that. Mm. Very hearty. This is good. It's it's definitely not as evil as the Elysian butt mist <laughs> one that we had before. I actually do enjoy this one. I like it a little more citra usually. But uh, good stuff. I appreciate it, Jason. That's my review. Torpedo, if you see it, get it. Next. I am drinking uh, a bottle of Stella Artois. I will be following this up with probably 16 Coors Lights. But uh, <laughs> um, no, uh, this is from our, our, uh, our friend and uh, you know buddy Adam Cox, who's quite a frequent contributor on the page and always has something kind to say about us so thank you adam um i can tell you what i think about it because i've had it plenty of times if i can open the damn bottle here hold on one second i was kind of hoping that would pop a little more i'll edit that out so let's take a drink Mmm, that green bottle really brings out the uh aromatic 
uh, qualities of this Belgian delight. <laughs> All right. Oh, I'm going to be burping. Yeah. yeah, I don't think that... Uh, I got to tell you, Stella is like at the AEG Fest is the premier beer. I don't know if you've noticed that. It's like... <laughs> yeah. It's all... It is like that's I, the I one agree. that they have yeah, is the import. Do you like it in a can? <laughs> it's, that's what that's what you're going to get. <laughs> Thanks, everybody. Um, of course, you two can contribute. Uh, by you can choose what beer we'll we'll drink on the show. How do they do that, Luz? So just go to our Facebook page. You'll see the link right on there, and you can also go directly to the page. Just go to GoFundMe.com/slash/CobrasFire. There's not an and in between. But what else do you have to say, Baco? Not too much. Thank you, Jason and Adam. And uh, you, by now, if you're listening to this, you've already seen that we've tagged you uh, in the, our posts on Facebook of us enjoying the beverages. So thank you. Yes. And we really appreciate it because we have beers to come. We're not uh, – this this campaign is doing quite well. So It's starting it's, to get fun. <laughs> it is. It's appreciated. This is kind of like leaving a tip. Yeah. Well, cool. Let's uh, before we get into the show, why don't we play one of my favorite uh, covers, of which there are many. Um, and for me, I'm going to pick one from Van Halen. This is "Where Have All the Good Times Gone."
was your the original Dunbar? That was uh, a big hit for the Knack back in the 60s. Oh, see? Okay, I wouldn't know that. I just know that I think, isn't all of Diver Down a cover? <laughs> yeah, a lot of it. Because that's that, the Dancing in the Streets, right? Isn't Dancing in the Streets on that one yeah, too? Yeah, and, and uh, Pretty Woman. Tappy Trails is on there. Oh my God, that, that album. Lewis, you know who Big John Hart is, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was on the WWF, right? Uh, I think that was Mickey Hart, the drummer from Starship. Okay, fair enough. That didn't work. <laughs> I thought it was okay. <laughs> <laughs> but no, Big John work. Hart, uh, what is he? He's like a, a, a longtime bodyguard for Kiss. All right. Isn't he the guy that always holds the door for him? Yeah, and he puts his hand over their face so nobody can see him. And uh, I think Sinzak even recreated that photo uh, with him in uh, Nashville. It was kind of cute. Okay. So, yeah, but I'm right, right? Isn't there like a black and white picture of oh, him? Oh, yeah. For the, yeah, for and it's got like of him just... Ace stumbling behind him. Uh, but okay. uh, he's got a book coming out, and he's uh, crowdfunding it. What What years was was he the bodyguard? I think he came in, I don't know, like around Destroyer time, something like that. And I'm not sure how long he held on, but he was with him for quite a while. I would like the cover of the book just to be a Photoshop version of the movie The Bodyguard with him, like, carrying <laughs> all of them. Which member? Peter Chris, probably. I, right? <laughs> yeah, probably Peter Chris. Probably Peter Chris. <laughs> I wanted to see him removing Peter's bra. <laughs> Hot. Yes. <laughs> Come on, continue, please. Uh, well, anyway, to to entice you know people to contribute to the crowdfunding, you know, he's got a video where he tells a story of Vinnie Vincent, and it says like in the description before you watch the video that that says like to hear to get this and more stories like this, you contribute to the crowdfunder. Sure. So, so I'm like, well, cool. I want to hear a cool Vinnie Vincent story, and uh, I gotta tell you, there's almost no chance I'm gonna buy this book after hearing this story. <laughs> It's a terrible sell. You know, huh? it's it was it, yeah. I'll, I'll equate it to like a restaurant that like you know has an advertisement where their food looks like vomit. You know, what I mean, it's this this was the worst <laughs> story I've ever heard. It's something about like Vinny was uncomfortable with with the boots, and you know he he just couldn't move in them very good, like you know Gene and Paul were used to, and Ace also had a hard time, you know, because Vinny was replacing Ace, but. Eight, not for the same reason that Ace did. And that is it. It is like 45 seconds. And it's like, I, I don't even see how you found that interesting. Vinny tried on Kiss Boots for the first time and wasn't good at it. Chapter 5. <laughs> chapter, <laughs> chapter 6. There was one day in 1977 where I held the door for a very long time. It was like an episode of Survivor. My arm almost fell asleep. <laughs> chapter 7. What's chapter seven? I mean, uh, one okay. time, Gene didn't finish dinner but ordered dessert. <laughs> Who orders dessert when they didn't clean their plate? Chapter eight. <laughs> <laughs> it's either a really quick read or a book with a lot of chapters. <laughs> uh. No, this is what it is. Chapter eight. You don't get chapter eight because I didn't make enough of my GoFundMe. <laughs> the end. So go fund yourself. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Oh my God, this sounds amazing! I just can't wait. Like uh, I'm still waiting, waiting for a book to be made by that uh, that one uh, craft service lady that that they interviewed on Foon many years ago. <laughs> uh, anyway, continue with Big John Hart. I, I, well, I didn't really I have like much more there. I mean, you know, it's like. Uh, there's just so much there, you know? I mean, I, I knew that when I was like, we might want to talk about this, but I'm like, 
I don't. I, I mean, we've already talked five times longer in his story. <laughs> well, here's my question: Is one of the tiers that you get to hire him as a bodyguard? Ah, <laughs> that'd be great. Yes, then I'm in. I'm in. Because uh, uh, you know, being on uh, a famous host of Cobras and Fire, you know, I need my protection. You do. You do. Okay. Well, that's good. So we got. So what was the guy last year? Wasn't he like the bus driver called Out on the Streets or something like that? Yeah, he, was, I think was, he was a, the bodyguard too. Junior. What? Uh, yeah, they're both bodyguards. Yeah, I'm we're not, getting both. We're getting both sides. Yeah, of right it. now we're some getting, Kiss fan is just losing their shit. You know, I don't. It's like, he was not. Uh, yeah, he was the <laughs> voice on uh, the beginning of Alive. You know, uh, you wanted the best. You, oh, here's the Carnival Barker. Yeah, okay, but I, I believe he was also their bodyguard, their or, you know, handler or whatever you want to call it. My understanding, and again, I don't really care if I'm wrong. There's better things in life that I can use my brain for, like, you know. Talking about John Hart. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm thinking about? It, but I see, think he was the, he was replaced by John Hart. Well, I think this is, is excellent, though, because I think that they're working up. I mean, we've got two bodyguard books. I'm thinking there's going to be the bodyguard that helped him from, I would say, like 1989 to now. And they're going to have a weekly show called Three Sides of a Bodyguard. <laughs> that sounds like a winner, man. <laughs> they each tell stories like they tell stories just like those chapters. Chapter 9. One day I waited for Ace outside of his room. He said he wanted to go get some champagne. I waited so long I fell asleep. Chapter 10. I was told to wait by the car. So I did. Chapter 12. Vinny Vincent didn't like the fit of his boots. Again. <laughs> a, a little bit of a segue here. Uh, Ace Freely was at the uh, St. Louis Gene Simmons Vault Experience. Did, did you watch that video I sent you? Or I don't know. I just think I just told you about it. But uh, someone had, like, this is like uh, the front door wherever it was at. And it's just a, it's sidewalk, city street. You know what I mean? And they pull yeah. right up to it. So he's got, you know, five feet not even to walk into this place. But they got a guy out there with an umbrella because it's raining. And Ace grabs the umbrella from him and then just plows right through the door. Like, the, you know, like he's never held an umbrella and he can't. It just kind of keeps, like he keeps going, but the umbrella stops. And, and like the guy whose job it was to hold the umbrella for him is trying to scramble to. <laughs> chapter so 12. <laughs> You know who's the happiest person in KISS right now? Former member is Ace Frehley. I mean, think about that. This is quite a payday for him. He's not doing this for free. No, probably not. So he's just lining up. I mean, the, the, this came out of nowhere. He's probably going to make an extra... I think he probably makes maybe 10000 per per appearance. Yeah, you would I think, think so. I, I believe that was his asking fee the last time I heard about it. So, Yeah, it sounds about right. A couple mm-hmm. hours. You know, and it's definitely going to sell some more vaults. Anyway, I just think it's very interesting. He's probably going to make an extra hundred k or something like that just for this little side gig. Yeah, uh, and I'll give uh, you know what I'm going to give Gene a little bit of credit because when he first did the one in Los Angeles, and you know he came out there with Bruce and Eric, I'm like, well, he's he's doing this to to sell more of them later, but he's you know he's making it special at, at each stop. So kudos to yeah. Gene for that. There you go. So you want to play cover? Yeah, I got a kiss one lined up, and um, I'm just going to play right now.
Well, Dokken has a new uh, live record coming out, Luce. Did you happen to see any of the teasers? I actually, I think I posted on the on the on our Facebook page the uh, live video of uh, "In My Dreams." I think it was. Do you like all your Dawkins songs destroyed forever? <laughs> then line up because your ears are in for a treat. Have you ever heard a corpse sing? Well, here it is, the corpse of Don Dawkins. Oh my, he looks good, doesn't he? Yeah. It's, it's not it's not the look, it's just the fact that that he he <sighs> he has no energy. He almost looks like he's confused where he's at. Um, and I, I commented on it, but, but literally Jeff Pilsen comes running over to do that Pilsen, like, man, aren't we rocking move? And, uh, and Pilsen looks like he, he just ran a marathon in a sauna while taking a shower and, and Don Dockin is all bundled up. Like he's waiting for a bus in New York city. And <laughs> he's wearing that same trench coat. Yes. Well, yeah, it was a, it was a coat and a scarf and a hat and. Oh my goodness. He's got the whole thing. And he's okay. got the whole I, keeper. You know, facial expression going. <laughs> oh, and you know, there's there's a certain ambient difference in the sound of his voice to the sound of everything else I was hearing. I'm not sure what that's all about. You think he actually recorded over with? Yeah, he. I, I'm not, I wonder oh. if they even like connected his vocal to the recordings at all. I mean, like they're like, why bother? This is going to be horrible. <laughs> we'll get you in the garbage. studio. We'll give you some chamomile. We'll try to knock one out a day. You know, because it doesn't it sound bad. Fails. It sounds like an older Don Dawkins singing these songs. But it, it is. <laughs> you remember when Kiss did those, hey, you know, you wanted the best, you got the best record, and they threw those three or four, you know, unearthed uh, tracks from Alive? And they were <laughs> like. From, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, it wasn't, you know, Paul Stanley didn't re- just re record them. He re recorded them yesterday. You know, it oh, has yeah. that feel to it. Hold on one second. So I am about to open a Surly straight from Minnesota all the way to Denver, and you did not send this to me. It's it's now here in town. Right so. on. It's funny you mention that because the liquor store I had to run to to get the beer for our upcoming episode, uh, they had a big wall display for Surly. Surly's pretty popular as it's, as it's made here in the Twin Cities. Oh, yeah. But uh, the sign said, uh, and it was for the 16-ounce cans, three cans of your choice for $5 or a four pack for eight ninety nine. So I, I enjoyed the math there. <laughs> oh my God, Minnesota math. But going back to Doc, and which one would Don Dockin get? Would he get the three cans for five bucks or the four for nine? I don't think the the corpses drink. It just goes right through, <laughs> right through their skull and hits the ground. You got Wild McBrown pouring surly down his throat, and it's just kind of like <laughs> his his whole like you know stuffed mannequin body just starts to seep. Every time I offer him a beer, it gets all over my kit. What's wrong uh, with this guy? Anyway, that's Wild McBrown. I'm not sure if you knew it. I knew it. I that was a great impression. I actually thought he was there with you. I had some <laughs> questions for him. but uh... He always looks very confused. So Doc and Live coming out sometime on, of course, Frontiers Records, I believe, uh, which is basically the home for you know most of those bands from that era. Uh, I'll be getting the DVD. Uh, and you? You know, Baco, I don't think I'm interested in that release. But I am curious, since I don't know what songs are you're going to play, is this a somehow a segue into a docking cover of the theme song from Tales of the Crypt? Nope. I was 
I told you about the sign outside of a liquor store. I think it's your turn to crack a vein and share something personal with us. <laughs> that was your personal story of the week? Yeah. It happened to me. Yeah, I can go into some pain for our audience. People love that. People love terrible things as long as it's not happening to them, right? It's entertainment. Oh, yeah. You know you know that I own uh, two Mercedes, right? I thought they were Datsuns. <laughs> well, I just figured you'd, you'd bust my balls a little bit of this. I have very late model Mercedes. Yeah, yeah Mercedes. Huh? <laughs> okay, you want to use that voice during the story, I think it would help. But basically, <laughs> I, have a, I have a 2005 and a 2006 Mercedes that we got, we got used. The, uh, one of them, uh, so they've always had issues. Uh, my, my tip for just like the Cobra hacks and all kinds of advice that we give to better better everybody out there is never buy one, ever. I don't care what kind of deal it is. Everything's expensive. Yeah. You will start suffering from what I call ATD, another $1,000. Okay? <laughs> yeah, how much so, were your windshield wipers again? 80 bucks? Uh, let's, that's, I, I am actually going to start with that. Okay. And it, it's good that you did this. So uh, I'll begin with my saga in, in Torment with – with, with these cars going back about a year and a half. Now, let me you paint the picture, story. though. Can I just a little bit and see if it, it yeah, helps the listener? So Please. it's a cold and snowy day in Colorado, and Loose Cannon is out trying to find a can of Coors Light, which is so hard to find in Colorado. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> sure, why not? And and so I go out there, and my windshield wipers are not, not working very well, so I, I find out that, that wipers are about $85 um, <laughs> to, get, to get from AutoZone, so I buy them on Amazon. Which you found amusing yes. for some reason. Yep. Me buying, okay. And <clears throat> the $85 did mean that they would actually install them for you, but I'm like, fucking wipers, you know? So I, I found them, same ones, Rainix windshield wipers. They show up on my door, Prime, two days later, 25 bucks all in. I'm like, I just saved $65. Isn't that the right math? Is that Minnesota math? Yeah, that, that uh, hold on. I got the same thing. <clears throat> actually, it was $25, but two for 75 <laughs> anyway, so it's certainly so math. <laughs> so I we got, <laughs> so so I get the wipers and I and I go to install them and I and to install wipers, you know, you pull the metal blades up, correct? Uh-huh. And I don't know how I they do it on Mercedes, just uh <laughs> just, just well, working actually... class blue collar cars that regular Americans use. Well, actually, I had so I had my 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 chauffeur help me with this. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and my butler also. Is his name so, Dweebs? <laughs> yes, that's right. Jeeves and Dweebs help me out. And uh, anyway, so I, so I pull one of them, put the one first wiper on, pull the second one, and uh, one of my lovely uh, uh, children comes out, and goes Dad, Dad, and I let and I actually I let go of the windshield wiper and it cracks my fucking windshield right down the middle. So that was a two hundred and fifty dollars deductible. So that did not save me money. You got now, that? Imagine how now. So now let's carry that over though. So add that, subtract the two sixty five or the sixty five from the two fifty. That means it cost you one hundred and eighty five dollars more to buy your wipers on Amazon than it would to have them installed by a, a certified windshield wiper professional. That is correct. And of course I said, Are you fucking kidding me? Yes. So that was that was the first issue. So I got that replaced. <laughs> this is and fun. That, yeah, let's keep going. Even with that, getting a windshield replaced, um, they forgot to adhere it correctly, so it almost fell off. I mean, when I'm I, when guessing I, they came to your house and did it like in your yard. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's part of your problem. Anyway. 
Yeah, they, they come. They come in their little van. I mean, you know, that. when you're sealing the window, you know, you don't. You know, the elements probably aren't an issue. Yeah. Anyway, so that was even a problem. But but then uh, we had some some vandalism on the car. Um, Someone you know, uh, squ- putting a big penis on the side. <laughs> We'll go with that. What else was pinned on there? Um, Douchebag. <laughs> 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 Fuck you. Uh. By the way, side note, I drove by. A, <laughs> I will tell you this. This is advice. For, nobody should ever have a dirty car in a high school parking lot. I am not exaggerating <laughs> with this. I drove by this high school today, and all there was five dirty cars with huge cocks. <laughs> like, just, just you know, what do you do with the thing? Wash your fucking car or whatever like that. I'm like. Come on, you should just know. You just should know. You're, if you go to if you, if you park your car in high school, you're gonna have you're gonna have a penis on by the end of the day. If you start, you, you're you, you automatically go with like you gotta have a clean car. Don't be so stupid. And I'm like, I am so proud of those kids out there drawing penises. <laughs> uh, so I have some vandalism on the car. Like you said, what was on it again? Uh, penis, douchebag, and fuck you. Okay, so I take it in to get it fixed, and it's on the left side of the car, and and uh, this is a year ago, and no bullshit, I go to, <laughs> I was actually went to an auto zone again <laughs> to get something, I come back out, and this is two days after we got it repaired, and the entire side of the fucking car is smashed in, and there's nobody around. Oh, Same thing, we just got fixed, that's all damaged, so, that's, so I have not taken the car in for this entire time. Uh, until last week. So you want to make it keep going, Baco, because this has three different <laughs> turns, and there's something you're not going to predict that happens near the end. What happened but, uh, next, Loose? Well, do you want to do an impression of me coming out of AutoZone and seeing the damage to a car I just paid $500 to, to, <laughs> yeah, to so fix? And the Loose comes ambling out. He's, he's got his head held high, he's strutting by, and then he sees the damage, <laughs> and it's like, Hey, gods, someone crippled me motor car. It is now a jalopy. That's <laughs> about right. So, you know, I drive away just thinking I'm a cursed man. All the while, you're driving away and you don't realize you have three dildos suction cup to the trunk of your car. <laughs> <laughs> just steaming, angry. Egads! <laughs> People are driving by. What? Are you making fun of the side of my car? <laughs> oh, it's about right, though, because I definitely get fucked as the story goes goes along. So... I have I was so angry about this that it wasn't bad enough that you couldn't drive the car, obviously. So I haven't done this for a year. So finally I said, okay, I've pay $500 again, take it to the body shop, drop it off to the body shop. I'm in a rental. Now, this other Mercedes, uh, it, it snowed. It was, a, it was a very dark and stormy night the night before. And my wife, now you've been to my house, obviously. You know how the backyard has that driveway that kind of goes through the gate? Yep, yep. Uh, very, very slim. Um, so it's basically just a one car garage. You have to basically drive and watch and watch your. Can your... I guess what happened? Go ahead. You stepped out of the vehicle and slipped on that giant pile of oil that's been pooling from underneath your vehicle for a year. <laughs> you remember seeing the oil bar? The yeah. oil slick? Ah, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mercedes. I don't remember that you saw that. You saw that, huh? We got a logo and a leaky engine. Uh, it's, it is a. It is a nightmare. No, no, carry on. It's turned into. But anyway, so yes, uh, I did not do that, but you, it's so slim that you have to basically look on both sides to, to make sure that, that your mirrors almost snap off. There's like an inch on Got both it. sides to get in. So that that day, though, during this, this snowstorm, uh, 
my wife had decided she wasn't just going to put the car in the normal way. She was going to back the car in because she had a lot of groceries, which she never does. Huh. But, but so then the next morning, going to work, we try to start the car, and it won't start at all. So what's the first thing you would think of why a car wouldn't start? Well, if, if nothing's happening, dead battery. So like I'm saying, it's not starting, so I, I should just troubleshooting. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... You know, get some jumper cables and try to charge the battery. So I'm like, where do these thingies go on? These n- nipples? So I'm thrilled the fact that now I can go nose to nose with the car, right? Because it's, yes. it's reversed. So I fit the other rental car in there, which is, is, is a tight fit and everything. So I pop the hoods on both cars, you know, get my jumper cable, cables, and I'm looking for the battery in the Mercedes, though, and, I, and I'm like, how can I not see this? Where is it? Woodhouse! Woodhouse, can you help me find the battery? Woodhouse. <laughs> and Woodhouse could not find the battery, and, and he was frustrated as well. Where do you think the battery in this car was? I'm guessing it was in the trunk. That is correct, and the tr- and this is the car is backed all the way up to the garage. So there's no way you can get, fit the other car around there. Plus, there's a tree on both sides of it to get around there. So, long story short, I could not even try to to to, to connect that way. Yeah, because there's no way you're pushing a car in neutral on flat ground. <laughs> uh, maybe you can call up Amazon and have them come over and jump your battery. <laughs> It still wouldn't have worked from the angle that the car was in. Can we just move forward? We don't need to. It, it's hard to do this. It's not a visual show. Yeah. But the point is, the point is, it wasn't the battery. This, the actual like uh, starter itself was bad. But anyway, so the guy that guy had to flatbed it out of the car, out of <laughs> my back, my backyard for a starter. Charged. Jesus Christ! Can you do anything? What do you mean the starter? What do you mean for a starter? It's two bolts and a fucking belt, man. <laughs> no, it's, it was actually this this computer sensor part that, that lets it know what, what RPMs it is to turn over. All right, whatever. I'm sure it was Listen, super it's, difficult. It was German. It's a fucking Mercedes. It wasn't just a bolt. It was like 9,000 bolts. Is this the bullshit? You know, they have to fix it for like three days. I have to Uber to work. My nightmare. <laughs> um, for two days. And during all this time, you're texting me about... So, something that we'll go into later and, and, and uh, give me a lot of shit about it. But they it takes days to to get the car fixed. So the car goes in the shop to get to get fixed and you know and out and more money, you know, in a rental car. Rental car is the last car we now have. Both of our fucking cars are in the shop now. And we're in a rental car. And I that which leaves the rental car with the wife, I have to go Uber to work. My nightmare, right? Mm-hmm. Finally the car is fixed. They say it's the starter. That it's more than just the starter. More than those two bolts. They fix it. It's done. I get there. Go there. Start up the car. No problem. And then the guy looks at me and says, "Hey, man, that key is pretty beat up. I got this uh, this new sleeve for you." So he gets. He goes like, "Listen, I'll put this on there. It's like fifteen bucks, and you know it doesn't have cracks on it like yours." And I. I by the way, we only have one key per car because we bought them used, and apparently nobody can can save their other fucking key. So if one key goes bad, it's done. The guy goes. It's good. I pay $600 for this, and the oil leaks, so there's no more oil. Oil slicks in my backyard okay. and, and everything. And uh, he goes, let me just fix that key for you, and you're on your way. What do you think happens next, Baco? He loses the key? I don't know. He breaks the fucking key. <laughs> and he goes, he goes, is this your only car? I'm like, what does that matter? He's like, go get the loner.
so that was my last week, Baco. Oh, cool. How you doing today? Um, well, I woke up this morning and I said, you know what I need? I need some inspiration. I need the Tony Robbins of rock. And that's when I realized that Andrew WK had a new album. So you bought it? No, of course fuck, not. Fuck no. <laughs> All I got to, to tell you, though, is I just want to, to mention, we're not going to talk do another Andrew WK segment, but have you really looked at the cover of the new album? I did, yeah. It's kind of stupid. But He's do you know what's going on? shoved in his little pants there. And... <laughs> okay, yeah. He has the same look that you, Toomey, and I did after math class in, in, uh, uh, in high school. Absolutely. We, he put it right up, and he put the buckle on it, on the microphone. He's, he, I mean, he's standing in the middle of a suburban neighborhood with a corded mic in, in his white jeans and, and shirt and just, like, standing there. It's it's quite an amusing picture to me. Hmm. But uh, it is it is 15 songs. He has spoken word bits, too. Are you aware of this? He does his inspirational I'm not surprised because he's been doing the spoken yeah, word tour. Yeah. So. It, it, it's quite ridiculous. All I can do is I can summarize the album like this. It should be played in the beginning and the ending of any AA meeting. Did you know Men Without Hats was still a thing? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? You know, the, 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 the safety dance guys. I love the safety dance. <laughs> well, apparently, I've always loved that. I mean, they're still, like, kind of going and doing the safety dance and whatever else. Uh, I... I don't know what got me leading into this today. Oh, I know it was Tom Hazart posted something, but I was like, are they really still doing something? So sure enough, they are, and they have a website. I encourage our listeners to go to menwithouthats.com. Do you remember when <laughs> Angel Fire was like a real common web you know, host service? <laughs> oh, God. This is going to be like going back to 1995. Yeah, it's, it, like a, it, a, like a reminded me page. a lot of that. I was just saying... You, like a MySpace page with like tons of things going on and none of it making sense. Yeah. It, well, their page doesn't have a whole lot going on, but it takes forever to load. <laughs> <laughs> There's, is that slowly dress a man yeah, into a hat? And it's like a really archaic, you know, early internet layout. And of course, it has the <laughs> Men Without Hat logo, but. Uh. It sounds awesome. I, I'll tell you whose website I loved all the time. And I would go there just out of my amusement. And that was Sebastian Box. Oh, really? I don't think so. Ever, Okay, well, this is right when he came out with that, his first, um, oh, it was his first, but the one that had Angel Down. Remember Angel Down? Yeah. That came out, mm-hmm. that uh, axle on it and everything. Well, his website, he decided to to put that, that cover art is the entire website and then put black scrolling uh, like text on top of it. It would constantly crash. It would be. It would just like. It looked like. It looked like those. It, it was one of those MySpace disasters. Like there was text in red. Just imagine the backdrop. That was that was website. back in the early days of the internet when guys pioneers like Michael Brandvold were teaching themselves HTML. <laughs> I don't have a friend. So after ten minutes, did you find out the tour dates of? of uh, uh, you hats? know, the most recent thing I saw is they had to cancel some shows. Uh, fucking opening for psychedelic furs or New Order or something like that last November, um, but I'm sure they're uh, they're really gearing up for the the uh, the spring and summer festival season. Uh, All I got to tell you is is that that if you told me that that Men Without Hats 
were Devo and Devo was Men Without Hats. I don't know if I know the difference. I really don't. I have I cannot identify any of them. I imagine Men Without Hats wearing those helmets like Devo. Right <laughs> they're now. they're without hats though. Those. I know, but I'm imagining them with them. <laughs> right. I think at least twice in this episode we have made Joey uh, from Rock Strikes Ten's head explode.
That's probably my favorite my favorite pick of the night. Baker Street, Foo Fighters, great cover. I actually didn't know it was a cover uh, for quite a while. Yeah. Who is it by, though? It's it's like a, a – isn't it a solo artist? It's not a band. It is. Like, it's um, The original recording was from the late, great Rupert Holmes. Not a rock star name. I probably would have changed it if, if I was going there. Right? If yeah. your name is Rupert, you're changing it. Yeah, Come into the stage, if, Rupert! <laughs> if your name is Rupert, you're probably sweeping somebody's floor. In <laughs> yeah.
But anyway, enough about Rupert. Well, Luce, we're getting towards the end of the episode, and I just remembered I left the oven on. Now, what else you got for us? That sounds like a lie. Just leave, like like saying you have to. You can't go someplace because you have to give your cat a bath. Okay, I have to go give my cat a bath. <laughs> That's more believable for you. So, <laughs> hey, I <cook>. anyway, <laughs> yeah, I just want to. You know, there's some some basically some. You know, last episode was me apologizing, and I need to apologize again. Um, and that is that we've been getting a lot of feedback in general lately, and and some of the feedback has been from the Cobra hacks. Okay, yeah, uh, let's hear it. Uh, nobody yeah, well, has reached out to me on that garbage for some reason. Well, they've, they've probably because you're not the person talking <laughs> about the hacks. And so I have got a lot of feedback, and I'll just look at a couple notes here of people that have messaged me. And, and we love the interaction, but um, – so one of the messages I got was right to the point. It said, they're not Cobra hacks, they're Cobra steals. <laughs> yes. And, uh, and then I, I, I exchanged with this person that I will not mention back and forth a little bit. The, and they was said, it Steve? <laughs> so it was Steve. And, and he, he said, basically, all you're doing is advocating stealing. And, and uh, I, I will counter that a bit. You know, I'm talking about free coffee. The definitely the the whole thing with it, with exchanging your tools at Sears. That's not stealing. That's just using the warranty. But you know, Trans- like transfer of uh, warranty goes with transfer of ownership. <laughs> that's correct. But but essentially, uh, they're breaking it down like like these these. They go and then he said back. He just said, "Why don't this week you say here's your hack? You want a free candy bar?" Put it in your jacket and walk out of the store. <laughs> I told you this bit was a bad idea. <laughs> and so I was like, it's like, then they sent me another one, and it says, says, here's another Cobra hack. When you're at Best Buy, pick up a TV and just act as if you're, act as if you're a delivery guy. Just walk right out. There's a hack. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we're just gonna we're just gonna see how many people, many of our, <laughs> our listeners, we can get arrested. And the other thing, the last thing I got, this came from several other people, is, uh, well, no, this one came from friend of the show, Rob. Where, where this specific one, where he said, when I was, I was telling him about my my car situation, we already discussed, and he says, you realize this. Is is the this is karma for all the terrible things you're telling people to do? <laughs> the universe balancing things out. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. So I guess the whole thing is we're going to stop Cobra hacks. Yeah. Let's play some music here. Don't steal. Be good people, and whatever you do, do not listen to me. Let's wrap this up, Luce. I have one killer cover that I'm going to end this show with that I know you're going to love. The only tease Ooh. I'm going to give you is that it may or may not feature the bass playing of. Talk to me, host Josh Toomey. Can I take a guess? What song? You can take a guess. I'm going to say Unskinny Bop because of the intricate bass line. <laughs> well, there's a, you'll find out in a second. <laughs> Rock's not dead. It's unethical. And you found it. <laughs> Possibly arrested if you take our advice.
You know, it's the kinks, and I'm going to say the neck. That's fucking perfect. (laughs) Joey is going to explode. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points. 